23rd of January, Living Words. We're going to begin our worship with Psalm 26. Our Old Testament reading is Joshua 20. The Gospel is Mark 10. And the Epistle is 1 Corinthians 7, finishing off with wisdom with Proverbs 23. So here's a little taster of Psalm 26. I'm asking you to read the whole thing. But here's a foretaste. I will go about your altar, Yahweh, that I may make the voice of thanksgiving to be heard and tell of all your wondrous deeds. Yahweh, I love the habitation of your house, the place where your glory dwells. In the congregations, I will bless Yahweh. Just to give you an insight into Joshua 20, it's about establishing the cities of refuge where um, someone can run to if they've unintentionally killed somebody. So uh, it can then be brought before authorities without fear or vengeance. And it's interesting that Yahweh spoke to Joshua saying about this merciful provision by God for those who have killed unintentionally. There's really attention to detail on running the nation of Israel. It's amazing. Mark 10, there's no divorce in the kingdom of heaven, Jesus said, but from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female, Genesis 1, 27. For this cause, a man will leave his father and will join to his wife. It'd be interesting for you to look up the Greek word for join with cleave in the um, King James Version, of course, and the two will become one flesh, Genesis 2, 24, so that they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. In the house, his disciples asked him again about the same matter. He said to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. If a woman herself divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Then Jesus goes on to talk about true treasure. Jesus, looking at him, loved him. This is the rich young ruler who has kept God's commandments since his youth. Jesus said to him, One thing you lack, go, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me, taking up the cross. So this chap had an opportunity to become a disciple, but his first love probably was his money. Jesus then said how difficult it is for those who have riches to enter into God's kingdom. And that hasn't changed. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus answered again, Children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter into God's kingdom. It is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter God's kingdom. They were exceedingly astonished, saying to him, Then who? can be saved. Jesus, looking at them, said, With men it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. Then on leadership, Jesus summoned them and said to them, You know that they who are recognized as rulers over the nations lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever wants to become great among you should be your servant. Whoever of you wants to become first among you shall be bondservant of all. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. 
And then the chapter also has a wonderful healing there, where Jesus asks a blind man, what do you want me to do for you? Interesting that he should ask that question. Something for you to meditate on. 1 Corinthians 7, more on marriage. So it's a marriage day today, isn't it? No divorce in the kingdom. Paul's got some directions about marriage. Now concerning the things about which you wrote to me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. But because of sexual immoralities, let each man have his own wife, and let each woman have her own husband. Let the husband give his wife the affection owed her, and likewise also the wife her husband. The wife doesn't have authority over her own body, but the husband. Likewise also, the husband doesn't have authority over his own body, but the wife. Don't deprive one another unless it is by consent for a season that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and may be together again that Satan doesn't tempt you because of your lack of self-control. It's also some career advice as well about your calling, staying where you're called. I've called it directions about blooming where you're planted after a thought for the day. Paul says, let each man stay in that calling in which he was called. Brothers, let each man, in whatever condition he was called, Stay in that condition with God. Let me finish today with some wisdom. Proverbs 23. Generosity of heart. Solomon says, don't weary yourself to be rich. In your wisdom, show restraint. Why do you set your eyes on that which is not? For it certainly sprouts wings like an eagle and flies in the sky. And we've got some lovely insights on how to please our Heavenly Father. My son, if your heart is wise then my heart will be glad, even mine. Yes, my heart will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Don't let your heart envy sinners, but rather fear Yahweh all day long. Indeed, surely there is a future hope, and your hope will not be cut off. Listen, my son, and be wise, and keep your heart on the right path. Buy the truth, and don't sell it. Get wisdom, discipline, and understanding. These are the very words of God, the very living words of God. Thanks be to God.